Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show. Guys, everyone and anyone out there who knows me knows I am the author of I'm Not an Addict, I'm Just an Ass. I'd rather be a smartass than a dumbass. Because, guys, 31 years ago, almost 32 now, I was a dumbass. But through the grace of God, almost 32 years later, I can honestly say I'm now a smartass. And yes, the word ass is in the Bible at least 40 times. It means donkey, and that's what I was. Guys, everyone out there has had the roughest couple of years all over the world. And I want everyone to know you're not alone. And if anyone needs to talk, I'm here. I'm a nutritional health coach. I'm a recovery coach. All my services to you are free. Please, please reach out. If you think my book can help you or a loved one, because I do, you can get it through Simon & Schuster's bookstore, Archway Publishing. You could go to Amazon, Barnes & Noble, BAM. It's it's everywhere. But guys, if anyone out there truly, truly, truly can't afford my book, reach out to me about that as well. Um, You can also go on the Jerry Petito Show YouTube channel and subscribe. I've got really cool things happening. So having said all that, guys, I have an incredibly beautiful guest with us today. Okay, Um, I'm going to introduce him as Ted Graves but I want him to really tell you a little bit more about himself. How you doing, Ted? I'm doing great, all the way from the state of Tennessee. (laughs) So (laughs) so what I love is Tennessee anyway, you know, the whole Elvis thing. Um, What I love is that you're not only a country music singer, you're also a gospel country music singer. Correct. So the title is Country Gospel, correct? Country, I would say country and gospel. Country so, and gospel, okay. Because there's actually a, a genre of gospel that is, uh, well, country gospel. You you have southern gospel and and traditional gospel and southern uh, and country gospel. But uh, so just to to make sure that it's clear, country and gospel would probably be more okay uh, descriptive. Okay, beautiful. So. Tell us a little bit about your life. Let's start there because you have some really cool relatives as well. I mean, this doesn't just start with you. Correct. It doesn't. Uh, it goes back uh, generations. Um, my uncle, my dad's brother, um, was the Bluegrass Hall of Fame member, Josh Graves. Uncle Josh Graves, they called him. He um, He's Bluegrass royalty, really. Uh, played with Lester Flat and Earl Scruggs and the Foggy Mountain Boys for more than 20 years. Um, he played with Wilma Lee and Stoney Cooper before that, um, on the Grand Ole Opera for many, many years and wrote, uh, some wonderful songs, had a number one hit with, uh, Wilma Lee and Stoney Cooper, uh, with a song that he wrote. And so just a, a, uh, long running, lifelong career in his, uh, uh, in his lifetime. And, and after he left Flat and Scruggs, after they broke up, he, uh, had a, uh, long running, uh, solo career and then worked with Kenny Baker, a legendary fiddle player, and they uh, worked with Jim and Jesse, and they had a, a legend show. So just a, a wonderful career in his own right, Uncle Josh Graves. That was my dad's brother. That is just so cool. Okay, now you have a brother also that I'll be interviewing soon. soon. Mm-hmm. Talk about him a minute. Yes, his name is Tim Graves. Tim Graves is a, uh, a 16-time Dobro Player of the Year, through SPIGMA, that's the Society for the uh, Preservation of Bluegrass Music. So 16 times Dover Player of the Year, he's won a Grammy. Uh, he's uh, recorded uh, 
probably 25 album, albums, I'm not sure, and I'm not even sure how many number, number one records he has had, but uh, many, many, and uh, has toured the country for years. He was on the Grand Ole Opry for about uh, 20 years. He worked with uh, the Osborne Brothers, and he worked with Wendell Lee Cooper as That's well. cool, too, the Osborne Brothers. Okay, continue. <laughs> yes, and, and, and so I'm going to tell you all, say all this, and he won't have anything to say. No, 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 that's good, that's good enough. I just wanted them to hear that you're also related to him. Yes. But now I want to hear about you. Any awards, well, any things we should know? Let's hear it. Well, well thank you. Um, I'm... Uh, I have 19 albums out. Uh, I have a website, of course, tedgraves.com, T-E-D-D. I spell Ted with two Ds, T-E-D-D-G-R-A-V-E-S. And my bio and all my, well, most of my albums are on there, but uh, 19 albums. And um, uh, uh, I'm an award-winning songwriter. Mm -hmm. Um, I've I've written probably a 1,000 songs or more. But uh, as an artist, uh, I've I've played uh, all across the country, toured all across the country, everywhere from Las Vegas to... Um, Texas to the southern tip of Florida, and uh, I've been the opening act for more than 50 major country stars, people like George Jones and Billy Dean, Shenandoah, Gene Watson, Johnny Paycheck, uh, Jack Green, Jeannie uh, uh, Seeley, uh, many more. Uh, so it's been a lifelong career for me. Uh, so I've been at it, uh, you know, I was, I was five years old when I decided I was going to be a country music artist, and when I was seven, I, I taught myself to play strum on a guitar and started writing songs. So it's it's been that kind of passion um, all my life. Okay, so I want to get into your songwriting. So okay. I'm a, I'm a writer, right? I'm a poet. Um, mm-hmm. I love hearing other people's journeys with their writing. So you you've written. You said, correct me if I'm wrong, over a thousand songs. Sure. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. <laughs> okay, have you recorded all of them? I've not recorded all of them. I've probably recorded, uh, it's in the hundreds, yeah. for sure. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about that, if you don't mind. Sure. How, uh, wait, go ahead, go continue. Ahead. No, you go first. <laughs> I was just going to say that of, of a thousand songs I haven't written, they were, they're not all worthy of being recorded, so that's why I haven't recorded a thousand Yeah, songs. I don't know about that, but all right. <laughs> So, how young were you when you did, when you wrote your first song? Uh, I, I believe seven years old is when I first started writing. And, okay. And, you know, you look back and you, and you say, golly, a seven-year-old, um, I was writing songs with, with proper verses and choruses and melodies and, and uh, chord structures. And, and, I mean, that's a, um, it, it's a God-given talent. Everyone has God-given talents. I, I will say that. And, and uh, one of the... Um, one of your missions in life is to find out what that God-given talent is and, and to develop that. And uh, if you do that, then, then you're, you can have a successful life. And mine was songwriting and, and uh, then later singing and, and playing guitar. So uh, it's, it's been a, since I was just a child, I mean, uh, and writing ever since. So, okay, so when did you write your last song? Just finished up my last song about 30 minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> Wait, for real? Yeah, for real. <laughs> all right. So, all right. I want to I honor you with something, if you'll allow me. You said something that's in my book, 
One of my poems is called Utilizing Gifts and Talents. I have never had a guest say those words. This was not planned, guys, anyone listening. I did not tell him to say that. So for you to say everyone has a God-given talent, it's up to them to find it. This is my poem. Wow. All right, I'm going to I'm going to read my poem. I usually read a poem at the end, but after you said that I have to read it now for you. Is that okay? Uh, I I look forward to it, yes. Okay. And it's called Utilizing Gifts and Talents. We are born with talents, we are born with drive, with different gifts to help us thrive. I knew early on I was born to draw and paint, to also write poetry and to talk without restraint. Our gifts and talents should all be used, God's gift to us not be abused. We can go far in life for sure using our gifts to go on tour. All our talents should be used to create ourselves and more, but then our jobs to share them to even up the score. You see, in life what's needed is not just for ourselves. Once our gifts are mastered, take them off the shelves. A living we can make by spreading joy around, not just for the money, but to spread a peaceful sound. Don't take for granted the gifts you're given. Go out and spread the joy. Our gifts are not to be held back for us to self-destroy. Put your efforts forth. Do not hesitate. All your talents, my friend, are never second rate. Never hold them back or you will surely die. Maybe not in body, but your soul will cry. Our gifts were made to share. Our talents made to soar. Go through life enlightened and you can roar. Be proud of who you are. Be happy you're alive. And once again, my friend, your gifts will help you thrive. By putting efforts forth, not keeping them at bay, your name will live forever, forever and a day. Go through life excited for what you sure can give. To yourself and others is our reason to live. Our grave will be quite lonely, but our legacy lives on. Make sure people smile with the breaking dawn. That's for you today, and that's what you're doing for others. Well, that is beautiful. There's a lot of wisdom in there, Jerry. That's a, that's really a beautiful poem. You basically summed it up. I'm I'm still like blown away. I'm like, okay. <laughs> and, and no, I I have not heard that before. Um, that was uh, that that's great. That's great. Well, I, um, my wife Nita Graves, N I T A Nita Graves, is a songwriter also, and uh, she she and I we write a lot. Uh, we write a, a song or two a week nowadays. So it, the the songwriting thing has really been spurred on by by having a, a partner in life to, to help you write. Right. You know, yeah. So That's uh, amazing. That, mm-hmm. Yeah, this song we just finished 30 minutes ago, that was uh, um, the one that she and I have written together. And, and uh, uh, the, the, the title cut off my latest album is called, the, is called Too Young to Care. And that song is one that she and our producer, Frank Green, in Nashville wrote. So... Uh, that, then that was my first number one song, and that was just last, uh, this past winter. It was the first time I've had a number one song what's of it, my own. What's the title? Too Young to Care. Okay. Oh, the song also was Too Young to Care. Okay. Yes, yeah, yes. So mm-hmm. now... Title cut. Okay. So now, um, you just... I'm going to ask you something um, off the cuff. You just finished a song just now, correct? Mm-hmm. Yes. Can you give me two lines of the song you just finished writing? Acapella. Well, it's a gospel number. Okay. Uh, and and uh, it says, uh, The body grows old, but the soul never dies. 
As our journey unfolds towards life's finish line, Jesus will meet us in a sweet by and by. The body grows old, body grows old, but the soul never dies. That's beautiful. Please tell your wife I said thank you. I will do that. <laughs> you have to send me that when it's recorded. That is beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, my goodness. You know, and I'm a Christian, and, you know, I love Jesus, and if it wasn't for Jesus, I wouldn't be here today myself. So I give him all the glory. And when I hear songs like that and that you and your wife wrote that, it gave me chills. Well, Because great. it's true. You know, it's absolutely mm-hmm. true. Thank you for that. So now, let's talk about, um, so this, this is funny, Country Barnyard Indie Charts, December 2021, mm-hmm. um, Southern Sunday Morning. Tell us about that. Southern Sunday Morning is a song that I wrote. I'm the only writer on it. And it's about growing up in uh, East Tennessee. And uh, it's about all the experiences. My grandfather, Tom Coleman, built a church. He built a cabin first. And then a church up in the mountains above Teleco Plains, Tennessee. That's my hometown. And uh, that church is still standing. It's still active, as a matter of fact. And um, Southern Sunday Morning is about growing up, going to church uh, there in that uh, in that church that he built. And then uh, going up the, the rafter road. One of the things um, that my grandmother, uh, uh, Tom Coleman was his name, and her name is Dorothy Coleman. And uh, one of the things she said to me when I was like nine years old, she said, we're going to get you a dose of good salvation. (gasps) And I said, what is salvation? And uh, my mother explained it to me later on what salvation is. And uh, so then I understood. But that that line is in this song. It's uh, uh, talking about the the generations needing a dose of good salvation. And so this song is sort of a a blend of uh, gospel and country. But uh, or country and gospel, depending on how you look at it. But it's um, has been very well received. It, it is, it's still on the uh, charts at Star Radio Nashville, uh, number five this week. It's still holding. It's been in the top ten for for several weeks now. Wow. But uh, a number one position for three weeks in a row, um, and it's gotten airplay all around the world, uh, Australia and England, and uh, just a. Uh, uh, been well received but it's it's a uh, almost autobiographical uh, about growing up here in the south well aj from australia she already asked me when this was going to be done because she's going to be sharing it she already knows about your music okay limpy in australia who doesn't even know aj he also messaged me so they're waiting for this so you, you have people all over the world that have heard your music. And, you know, we love the sound. Your music is beautiful. Thank you. So, okay. So now having said that, so now let's go. I want to talk a little bit more about the song Too Young to Care. Let's talk about that for another minute. So okay. what, like, really inspired it? Like, what went on in your mind saying this has to be a song? Well, now, my, my wife, Nita, and Frank Green, the, my producer, they yep. wrote that song okay. in, uh, in Nashville. And, and you know, it, it's about uh, uh, never growing old, really. You know, it's about uh, living your life uh, uh, as you go through the journey of life a little bit, you know, and, and you're uh, 
uh, you're starting off, uh, in, in this case, uh, riding a, a Goldwing motorcycle, and, and you're too young to care, and you're, you're traveling around, and about two uh, young kids just out of high school, and they've got their diplomas, and they want to get out there and, and see the world. And then as the song develops on, um, as, as we mature a little bit, then, then all of a sudden it's it's more about uh, things made in America and uh, uh, Harley Davidson, but yet I'm still too young to care. I'm still riding that bike, you know. <laughs> and so it, it's a bit of a fun song as well. So. so do you have a song too old to care? <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> you should think about it because, all right, there was a reason I, I went back to this with the song Too Young to Care. So you should really think about now writing a song too old to care. I'm writing it down. Okay. (laughs) Because perspectives have changed, but in a sense, if we think it through, we were too young to care. And once we get older, we are too old to care. So it kind of goes back to that. And then you have all these years in between with all this craziness of you caring too much about what other people think, blah, 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 blah. Then you get to a point where, you know what? I'm too, too old to care. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So mm-hmm. I, I would love for you to think about, you know, writing a song like that. We'll do another interview. And I have a friend, um, you know, he's an incredible singer and he's local here. He's a good friend of mine. And he wrote a song when he was in his 20s to my younger self. Imagine that in your 20s. So I made a proposition with him. I said, listen, now that you're in your 60s, write another song about that song then. And and he did. And oh, wow. it's amazing because you can't possibly really understand in your 20s about your younger self. Right. So what he did was amazing with this song about that song in his 60s now. So that's why I'm saying to you, I would love to hear another song that you guys write too old to care. Well, I the premise. We'll uh, we'll explore that. Explore it, <laughs> baby. Explore it. So now, <laughs> now let's talk about your song called "Colors." Tell us about that one. That song is a very special song to me. Um, I wrote it, and and again, I'm the only writer on it. I wrote that song one year after the 9/11 ta- attacks on our nation. Okay. And. Um, and I was watching the memorials that day, and, and again, it's been one year, and they're, they're reading, and they still do this, as you know. Uh, on 9-11, they read the names, they speak the names aloud of all those who perished in the attacks. And I was watching that on the first anniversary, and I realized that no one was talking about our military at uh, at all, and, and I'm not talking about just that day, but in general, no one was really talking about a military that we already had in harm's way. President Bush already had our troops in Afghanistan, and we were already there. Yeah. And and so we had our troops around the world engaged in this war on terrorism already. And, I, and, and no one was talking about it. No one was giving them the credit that, that they are due. And so I, I wrote the song of colors and it talks about the branches of the military uh talks about the uh the army green the air force blue uh the green berets the the battleship gray um uh, you know the the marines and 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 all and it talks about all all of that and so that's what this song is, is for it's a tribute to 
our uh, military, active military, and then we also always dedicate it to our veterans at our shows, and it's, it's always well received. Um, my brother Tim recorded this song. Uh, I, I recorded it too on on uh, an album. Just it's on, available on my website. But my brother Tim also recorded it with his group, and uh, it was the uh, title cut of the album. And that album was the 2018 uh, Bluegrass Album of the Year. So uh, it, it's it's got some legs. It's got uh, a, both my recording and my brother Tim's recording of this particular song. So uh, it, it's an important song to me. That's beautiful. So now I want you to tell us about the four of us. Tell us about that song. Well, uh, this is a gospel song that, that um, in, in the same situation, I did record it and, and I've had a, a lot of uh, uh, attention with it. But more than that, my brother Tim, it, it's been his most requested song for 20 years out on the tour dates. But it happened. It's working at a flea market uh, up in the mountains uh, of East Tennessee one cold February morning. And I was still, I had my wares all set up there to sell. And, and, uh, and, and the booth next to me was an older gentleman and he had a pickup truck with a camper on the back of it. And we got to talking, he offered me a cup of coffee and, and we got to the visiting there and talking a little bit and get to uh, just, just share some stories and, he said, you know, he said, you see these mountains back over here? And I said, well, yes, sir, I do. And he said, I live in those mountains in my pickup truck in this camper. And I said, oh, my goodness, doesn't it get lonely up there? And he said, oh, no. He said, I've got plenty of company. And I said, I, I thought you said you lived alone in your camper. And he said, well, I've got plenty of company. There's the Father, the Son, the Holy Ghost, and me. Oh. And so that is the four of us. And that's what the song is about. Oh my goodness. Now that's beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. And that will help so many people, right? Well, Who are feeling lonely. Wow. Okay. Absolutely beautiful. So let's, let's talk a little bit more about some important things you'd like to share. I have a couple questions first. Okay. Who inspired you growing up and did you get to meet? the people you wanted to meet or are you still hoping that you could meet some if they're still with us or have you not had that opportunity and it's too late? One of the, one of the greatest inspirations uh, for my early years was uh, when Uncle Josh would come to our house and he would bring Flatten Scruggs and the Foggy Mountain Boys mm. and he would bring them to our house and mom would, uh, you know, fix breakfast for him if it was a morning or she'd fix dinner if it was an evening visit if they were doing a concert in the area area then then they would always come to the house and and uh, and we lived in, in a country house way out you know by ourselves and and uh so they would have a little bit of privacy there and they'd get to come and have a nice home-cooked meal while they're out there traveling you know and so just the excitement of all that was uh absolutely inspiring for a, a young child like myself and then, uh, and it was always the same way when Uncle Josh would come to our house, um, and with all the kinds of different kinds of music that he played. He played bluegrass and and some gospel and and blues. He he loved the blues, and he'd play country and he'd play blues during his career. And all those things had an influence. And um, and then the the second 
artist that really influenced my career was Elvis. Oh, baby. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Elvis influenced the entire world. Yes. We all know that. For everything yes. from fashion to, to songs to movies, he did all of that. But, but uh, uh, yeah, just, just uh, uh, I, I sang a lot of his songs and, and uh, I've done a, a lot of tribute to Elvis shows and, and uh, done a lot of that. And, and <clears throat> when you learn to sing like Elvis, when you practice to sing like Elvis, it really takes you to a whole new level. I mean, you, it, 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 I'd been singing for 20 years before I really started trying to, to um, uh, get some of his phrasing, you know. And, and so uh, Elvis was a big influence. And, and I haven't met him yet, but maybe someday. <laughs> well, I have a, a poem called Music, and at the end it says this. Music is a must for you to keep your joy, especially if it's Elvis, baby, because Elvis is my boy. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's great. So what do you have coming up? Well, we are doing shows here in East Tennessee right now. Uh, every, every weekend we're, we're somewhere different uh, uh, and, and not traveling a whole lot right now because of, uh, honestly, because fuel prices are part of that. And, uh, but we are, but, but, but still looking forward, working on the 20th album, and, and I'm very excited about this. This 20th album is going to be uh, um, more of, of my uh, contribution than anything I've done before, because not only have I written or co-written all the songs on it, but, I have, uh, but I'm playing lead guitar on it, and that's a new adventure for me. Okay. Um, I've started playing lead guitar in the last five years, uh, really started trying to learn and and. and myself to play lead guitar so so these new songs have um uh my lead guitar on them and, and having the ability to create my own signature riffs that means the you know the, the the first thing you hear um uh on a particular song is 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 usually the the signature riff okay. and um being able to create that as well as the song itself it, I'm, I'm just very very excited about it we have about two songs to, to go to uh, finish um, this 20th album, uh, and and this 20th album is a little bit different. It has uh, it, it's country, but it has a bit of an R and B flavor to it, and so uh, and I love R and B music as well. But the classic R and B stuff, Barry White's and and uh, all of those things. And so uh, this is going to be a little different, but uh, uh, very excited about it. That's that's the uh, most exciting. Uh, project that that's on the horizon for me right now and then in continuing writing as well um, my brother tim graves records a lot of uh, my songs and uh, uh we have um the, on his latest album as a matter of fact and when you interview him jerry be sure to ask him uh, about a song called i wanted to be saved that's one that i wrote when i was nine years old and he recorded that on his latest album all right so wait a minute i have my notes babes what am i what's the name of the song i, I wanted to be saved okay Mm -hmm. Got you know, it. You can ask him about that. So, uh, and 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 he's he's so good about recording my songs, and but he wouldn't record if it wasn't if it wasn't worthy. I'll tell you, he's particular too. And uh, but but he recorded that one, uh, and and people enjoy hearing that from a young man's perspective, a young boy's perspective, I guess I should say. Right. <laughs> but. So okay, so. Why don't we be, I'm going to play your songs. I'm going to give them like a little mini concert at the end. Okay. Um, so is there anything else, the mic is yours, that you'd like to talk about or share? Well, um, 
my website again, tedgraves.com, T-E-D-D-G-R.
they lived in Well, it needs a little care But that foundation still is standing strong And yes, I have the Bible that passed on down to me A reminder of the simpler times I knew When we spent every Sunday Precious memories And making new ones too We go to church and hear the preacher pray He can somehow reach us Saying Jesus will forgive our sins A message for the generations Need a dose of good salvation Lessons that we learn Every Southern Sunday Freedoms, make it through 
just the four of us I'm not alone, you see There's just the four of us Oh, I've got company It may seem to you that I'm all alone But there's three walking with me to my heavenly home There's a father, there's a son Just the four of us 